This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. This show is brought to you by Pet King Brands, the makers of Zymox and Oratine. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All-Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. During this relentless pandemic, our pets, more than ever, are stepping up for us. I never take for granted a single day I get to spend with my furry Brady Bunch. And I'm betting you also feel doggone lucky to have a four-legger or more in your life. But the reality is that our pets do not live forever. So how do we help them at the end to be free from pain? How do we celebrate the impact they've made on our lives? For answers, we have a very special veterinarian as our guest today. She's part of the talented Lap of Love team based in Palm Beach County, Florida. Please give pause and applause to Dr. Kimberly Moen. Hey, welcome to the show, Dr. Kimberly. Thank you, Arden, for having me on your show. Oh, you're most welcome. Hey, listeners, she's here for us and for our pets as she's going to discuss today hospice care and euthanasia. Now, (laughs) I know, I know, but they don't have to be downer topics. I'm betting every one of you tuning in right now has had a heart pet whose memories will last you a lifetime. So grab a tissue box if you must, but let's learn how we can be there for our pets in the best possible ways after we take this commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. Pause up, everyone. Arden Moore here, the host of the All Behave Show. Raise your paw if you love frozen desserts. I know I do. And so do my canine trio of Bujo, Kona, and Emma. They drool with delight when offered this sweet treat. And now all dogs will have plenty to yap about. That's because Ben and Jerry's has just unleashed not one, but two doggy desserts. Your dog can enjoy the Ponce Mix made with peanut butter and pretzel swirls or Rosie's Batch made with pumpkin and mini cookies or put a little of both in their bowl. Yum, yum for the tum-tum. Now, when you treat yourself to a bowl of your favorite Ben & Jerry's ice cream, mine is the classic Cherry Garcia, your dogs can enjoy the Ponce Mix or Rosie's Batch or a blend of both. Do you know what time it is? Why, it's Ben and Jerry's time. I see Happy, Bujo, Kona, and Emma heading my way. Check out the Ben and Jerry's doggy desserts at benjerry.com. That's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y.com. Pause up. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. 
Obehave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today is a veterinarian, Dr. Kimberly Moen. I just love her diverse veterinary career that has taken her, you guys ready for this? South Africa, Belize, St. Kitts, and several states before choosing to become a veterinarian specializing in end-of-life care at Lap of Love. Whew, what a career, and you're young. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, seriously, let's begin by just sharing for our listeners, what is Lap of Love all about? Lap of Love is really more than a company. It's, it's a family situation. Our goal is to give the most beautiful end of life as we can to the beloved furry members of the families and to make the process as easy as possible for, for those who love them. And I know about a decade or so ago, there's a couple of University of Florida veterinary alums by the names of Dr. Danny McVetty and uh, Dr. Mary Gardner. They actually started this whole idea of lap of love, and now there's centers all over the country. We want to do a special shout out to them. And then here's your chance to do a shout out to the veterinarians you work with at the uh, center in, uh, is it Boynton Beach in Palm Beach County? We, in Palm Beach County, we cover Jupiter to Boca. Oh, that's a big turf. Anybody that's big on geography, Palm Beach County is one of the largest counties of all 67 counties in Florida. I know this because I was a reporter back in the day there. And it's bigger than some New England states, right? It is quite a big territory. (laughs) You got a lot of miles putting on that car. Luckily, there are three of us that are covering it now. Um, Myself, as well as Dr. Tiffany and Dr. Blaine. Sometimes we adventure down into Broward, but Dr. Jordan, Dr. Sai have that covered pretty well as well. Okay. So lap of love. Did you ever get to meet the founders, Dr. Danny and Dr. Uh, Mary? Absolutely. They are both wonderful, wonderful people. So let's get into it. So your background, you always wanted to be a veterinarian. I believe you said that you growing up with your dad, your dad was a wildlife photographer, I believe. Yes. Not a famous one, but he (laughs) was a, you still love him, right? Yes, of course. It was his hobby and, and very much opened my eyes to how amazing animals can be. All right. And where was this? Where were you growing up? That was in Flagstaff, Arizona. Oh, okay. Is that near Sedona? Yeah. About an hour North. Oh, okay. So you're in beautiful Red Rock country, right? Exactly. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so you had horses, you had goats. I mean, when did you remember saying, I think I want to be a veterinarian and pronounce the word veterinarian correctly? It was senior year in high school when I realized I loved biology so much. So since I, I liked the sciences and I loved the animals, it was a, it was a good fit. That's good. That's good. So before you landed in the lap of love, see how I did that? Oh, that was bad, (laughs) right? You've done some major traveling. Let's talk about you did some zoo medicine in South Africa and Belize. Can you kind of let's go global first and then we'll zero in on what lap of love is doing locally in Palm Beach County. Sure. Um, My South Africa work was basically an, an externship. We went down just for a couple of weeks, but we went to different reserves and moved um, giraffes and kudus, 
What's a kudu? <laughs> Who do the kudu? It's a fancy antelope. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. That's cool. Yeah. We worked with some with water buffalo and, and that was amazing. We actually got to ride elephants and and meet some lions. When you're riding an elephant, obviously I don't think you can say the word, whoa, trigger. What's it like to ride an elephant and, and how does that differ than riding a horse? Well, you, you ride with the handler, and so they, they're able to, to talk okay. with them. Yeah. Okay. All right. You were smart. Uh, what about the lions? What's your thoughts when you got to be close up with them? That was an amazing experience as far as getting to hold baby lions. And Oh, wow. They're like house cats. They like to play just with bigger teeth and bigger claws. Yeah. And you say, um, when you turn three months, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be your playmate, right? Exactly. And Belize. I love Belize. Now, I've been to Ambergris Key, which is off the mainland of Belize. And I, I just loved the vegetation, the coral reefs, the barrier reef. I mean, it's, oh my gosh, everything. Where were you in Belize and what were you doing there? I was inland Belize at the Bear Zoo. I had oh. actually done a semester abroad in undergrad and almost didn't leave the country because it was an amazing experience as far as culture and food and environment. But when I was there for an externship, we, we met with the zoo, we did some work with howler monkeys and jaguars. They had a really cute, a cute showing with the jaguars where it turns out they love Calvin Klein. Oh, exactly. They love Calvin Klein, what, jeans or what? No, perfume. Oh, you're kidding. Really? No, they would spray it on the logs and these cats would rub their bodies all over the logs and just wanted to smell like Calvin Klein cologne. Oh my God, move over catnip. We've got Calvin Klein in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Do you know why that might be? Have they, anybody give a theory as to why that particular scent was feline fantastic for the Jags? It must have been pheromone related. I, I didn't get too into that. Okay, now we're going to the, it's in the Caribbean, trust me, I hope. St. Kitts, right? Yes, it's in the okay. West Indies. Okay, so what were you doing there? This is fun. Come on. <laughs> I I was doing my schooling down in St. Kitts. Okay. But you did get to do some fun things there. What's something of uh, animals that you want to bring out that's different about St. Kitts? We got to do some research with the green vervet monkeys. Oh, okay. And how are they different than your average Joe monkey? Not a whole lot different. <laughs> Don't you have to dodge them when they start hurling things at you? No, they're not like the great apes. They're just little guys. Oh, okay. So okay. they mostly more prone to stealing things than hurling as excrements. All right. So this is kind of cool. I'm, I'm adding up the years though, because you also went, you've lived in different places. I remember when I was talking with you to do a feature on you for the Coastal Star that is in all of Palm Beach County uh, circulation area. You said one day you just realized you've gotten to do a lot of things, but it was time for you to kind of narrow your focus. So can you bring us to what led you to Lap of Love? When I first got out of school, I had noticed an advertisement for Lap of Love and I looked at it and I said, wow, that's, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I didn't have any experience. So I went into general practice. And once I had enough experience, it was a natural transition to shift into Lap of Love, which is more, if I can say it, my calling. Yeah, I think it is your calling. And it's not an easy 
area of veterinary medicine, but it's one that is growing thanks to Lap of Love. So talk a little bit about, and folks, we're not trying to be down here. This is real life and you should be very happy and excited. And I know I am that there are people like Dr. Kimberly Moen that not only know veterinary medicine, but have that skill set of compassion when the end is near. So it's a pretty uh, amazing uh, gig you have, Dr. Kimberly. Thank you, Arden. You're making me blush over here. Good thing it's radio. But let's, <laughs> let's, I mean, it is a special skill set. So let's talk about this emerging area of veterinary field. And that's end of life, hospice care, euthanasia. I mean, the good news is our pets are living longer thanks to veterinary medicine, good nutrition, and us paying more attention to them in a better way. But the downside, their names aren't Methuselah. They don't live forever. Exactly. Like we were speaking about earlier, Dr. Danny McVetty and Dr. Mary Gardner, both UF grads, started the company about 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. And they had the intent of creating more, more love within the experience because pets have so very much become family members, more than just animals that are hanging around. And because of that, they share a very special bond with us. Oh, that's for sure. And clinics are an amazing place to seek treatment, but they can often be very busy. So with Lap of Love, it's an experience from the moment that people call in and get to speak with one of our lovely client support and then get to have a veterinarian come to their home with compassion and empathy. We get to take time with them if they need it. And it's often a warmer experience that allows people to feel peace during a time of distress. That's very well put. Hey, folks, we're speaking with Dr. Kimberly Moen. She's with Lap of Love. We're going to talk about how she can share her own personal tale with a beautiful heart dog named Morena after we take this commercial break. And folks, pay attention. Our sponsor is Pet King Brands, the makers of Zymox and Oratine. If you put Arden and the number 10, Arden 10 at checkout at PetKingBrands.com, you're going to score 10% off all your orders. So take a listen to this. Their commercial. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Hey, pet pals, Arden Moore here. Welcome to Fallen Winter. Now, this is a great time to take your dog on a hike in the woods, maybe go on a camping trip or a road trip. But just like us, changes in weather can actually impact the skin and ears of our dogs and cats. So if you got a pet who's scratching his ears, chewing on his coat, or rolling in mud, help is here. Zymox. For inflamed and itchy paws and coats, you can use the Zymox topical spray. For itchy and irritated ear issues, you can use Zymox enzymatic ear solution. And for baths, you can treat your dog or cat to Zymox shampoo and conditioners. Now, Zymox has been your pet's safe and trusted health ally for 20 plus years. So you can pick up Zymox at your veterinary clinic, most pet specialty stores, and online. To learn more, just visit Zymox.com. That's Z-Y-M-O-X. Do it for your pet. Hey, pet pals, Arden Moore here, host of the Behave Show. Great news. New York Times bestselling author W. Bruce Cameron has a new audiobook. It's called A Dog's Courage, and it's brought to you by Macmillan Audio. 
It stars a dog named Bella who gets separated from her humans in a raging wildfire. She finds two young mountain cubs who need her help. Will they survive? Will she reunite with her humans? Hey, I'm no plot spoiler. You need to treat, yeah, I said treat yourself to the Macmillan audiobook called A Dog's Courage by W. Bruce Cameron. Do it today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. This is Paul Schaefer from The Late Show with David Letterman. And his daughter, Victoria Schaefer. And you are listening to Arden Moore on The Obehave Show. On Pet Life Radio. Please tune in. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We're speaking with a woman full of compassion, full of love, and full of veterinary knowledge. That's a trifecta in my book. Dr. Kimberly Moen, she's with Lap of Love in the center that serves all of Palm Beach County, Florida. And it's, I know it's a tough one, but you know firsthand what it's like to lose a heart dog. And so if you would please share a little bit about that wonderful dog you had. Sure, Arden. Uh, my dog was named Morena. She was a gorgeous, gorgeous black Labrador who loved to give kisses. Aww. And she she traveled with me everywhere. I got her in Colorado. She lived with me in Arizona and California and St. Kitts and Florida. Wow. So she she loved her water experiences and you couldn't get her out and she had to say hi to everybody on the beach all the pets all the people she would sit down and have an eye conversation with them and wow yes she would have been a great host on uh pet life radio if she could speak people talk wouldn't you think Absolutely. She she had quite the sense of humor as well. She had a, a very acute little laugh. She would go <gasps> when she yes, she was quite sweet. Uh, now I know the time was coming where you knew you had to make that tough call. And uh, so tell us how you celebrated her final day. And I feel like that's similar to when I lost my great Corgi Jazz. I treated Jazz to a burger with all the trimmings and I kept saying to myself, oh my gosh, I better take the bun off. But (laughs) so tell us a little bit about how you said in a special way, goodbye to Marina. Yes. Just like everybody else, I wanted to have that magic pill that made her live forever, or at least as long as I did. (laughs) Yeah, I gotcha. And when when it was time, I wanted her to go with dignity just because she had the most marvelous life and she offered so much love. So I made sure to do it before she was suffering, just when she was struggling. And luckily with my veterinary knowledge, I, I could watch her really tightly, but I get to help people make that make that call at the best time. And for Morena, she never had an off button when it came to eating. So I knew I had to get her something special. Okay. I got her a rotisserie chicken. I'm already drooling. Okay. <laughs> and my man was so excited that he could feed her whatever he wanted because I didn't have any dietary restrictions on her to keep her at the perfect weight. Yeah. And so she enjoyed every single piece of that chicken as she was sedating. And she was just so happy to be loved on and petted and in her most comfy bed in her home and surrounded by her furry partner, Boca. 
it was it was an amazing experience for her she she knew she was loved and and we got to be in the privacy of our home and think about what you just said now forever ever ever and make that forever you're always going to have that special memory of how you got to say goodbye to Marina. Tell us how, how important that is for people when we have to make that call to have something like that. It makes all the difference in the world. If we, we sometimes get caught off guard and have to take our pets to the emergency. And that is not the same experience of our fur babies getting to enjoy love and getting to give love in their last moments. It's, it's more stressful for the pets and more stressful for us. And so getting the opportunity to, to do it at home and maybe even just a day too early is so beneficial for the human animal bond, which is what the company promotes as well. And I do know folks, if you go to lap of love.com, it's, oh my gosh, it's chock full of great information. And one of the sections, and I'm hoping the good doctor here can touch on is there's a great section called, how will I know it is the right time? And that's, uh, that's always, you hear people say, I'm not sure when. So what are a few clues that say the dog, the cat, the other companion animal in your life is saying, I'm ready? There are a lot of good resources on the website. We aim at finding that perfect time for for the families it, it borders between family needs and animal needs naturally we we don't do any convenience euthanasia so any animals right. that are healthy or it could be rehomed that kind of thing we're not comfortable doing but the pets that we see are are terminal so they have a terminal condition and if they are no longer enjoying life or if we aren't able to control their pain or their anxiety, then it's, it's time to help them be free. It is some of their basic rights to be able to be comfortable and anxiety-free and safe. And some of the, the signs that they show us, they're not always as overt as we'd like them to be. Cats typically hide symptoms until it's too late. And so it catches their owners by shock, unless it's the chronic kidney disease, then we maybe know a little bit earlier. But for cats, you, you can find them hiding, not wanting as much attention, those kind of things, missing the litter box. Certainly some of those litter box things can be treated before they need to see us. So it's always good to have an exam by their regular veterinarian right. um, if it's earlier in the process. But I also noticed that other animals in the house will know when the pets are sick before oh, they will do. Okay. Tell me what you mean by that. They will either get more clingy or more standoffish, maybe even not normally, but sometimes more aggressive towards the sick animal, which is which is natural. As far as dogs go, they could get a little more clingy. They also can get a little more standoffish. Um, if they're really painful, like our mobility cases, they may not want to be petted. And sometimes they get so painful, they get snappy. So hopefully they work with their regular veterinarian to keep that pain management under, under control so that they don't have to reach that so painful you can't touch them face. But it's always, always difficult to make this decision. That's why it's nice to have a hospice doctor to talk to. We've actually started up a teleservice. Oh, to, really? Yeah. Okay. So, Tell us about that. Tell us about the teleservice. 
<laughs> if if people aren't quite ready to have us in their home because of wonderful covid in part yes yes or if they just need a little maybe it's a couple years too early to see one of the hospice veterinarians it's nice to have their have that preparatory ability to wrap their heads around what's what's going on and they're able to the doctor that calls them is able to run through the whole list of quality of life questions and and give people a better idea of when it's time they go through a little bit of disease process and and things they can discuss. I really like that. I mean, people, don't you wish we all bought uh, stock in Zoom like, you know, the the summer before the COVID hit? Um, I think <laughs> we'd all be millionaires. But it's really showing you that you can actually come into the home safely and or when the person is still a little nervous about somebody coming into the home for whatever reason. But the actual euthanasia, to me, I've had many pets in my life and the ones where I could have all the pets at home and the veterinarian be there are just, I just powerfully wonderful or have my pets that are really bonded with the pet be with us in the exam room. And uh, I, I wish there was a lap of love nearby when I lost my surfing dog, Cleo, at age 17, a couple years ago. She rocked it on the surfboard. She was 12 pounds soaking wet. But when we said goodbye, we had Bujo and Kona and my cat, Casey, all in the exam room. They're very well behaved, better than me. And I think that that made a difference for all of us, don't you think? Absolutely. You get to keep that family bond intact. And how is something you could suggest to folks to how to celebrate, I'm using that word on purpose, the life of a pet that has now passed on? For example, what did you do to, to commemorate Morena? I did a paw print and a fur clipping. I had my mom, who is an artist, draw a picture of her. Oh, nice. What are some other ideas people can consider? What do you guys suggest at Lap of Love? Absolutely. Just like you having all of the family around is, is or whoever wants to be there is very yeah. nice. Nice for the pet. They know that they're loved, but also nice for even the furry friends to be able to say goodbye, not have to do that searching. Yeah. Some other memorial things. Some people like to have roses and on the beach and others like to do poems or prayers. Um, some people like to lay in bed with them. So to be in their favorite spot. Okay. All Other right. um, for after some people do stuffed animals that look like their pets uh, as well as putting cremains and necklaces mm -hmm. or sending them off to be put under a tree. That's some nice. people do burials with grave sites that they can revisit. Uh, some people go to spread them at ocean. I took Cleo's foam surfboard and mounted it above the door of my backyard office where I am right now. So every day, she's been now gone a year and two months. Every day when I start my job, I look up and do a little kiss to my mouth, to my heart, for Cleo. And I guess I got to tell you, it makes my day start better than a cup of coffee, Dr. Kimberly. That is absolutely precious. I, 
I have a picture of Morena that I received right after I euthanized her actually from the clinic that I bring her to for vaccines since I don't do general care. Mm-hmm. And every time I see it, I say, hi, Nana, or hi, girl. And it feels like she's still with me because she will always be with me in my memories and in my heart. And there's nothing that can remove those. So I have some of her favorite toys by that paw print and fur clipping. I remember her favorite Aflac. Why am I got to do it like that? Aflac. Exactly. I, I would ask her, where's Aflac? And she would go search for it. And she was so gentle with it. Like it was her baby. So I, I keep that there and to elicit the memories. So before we wrap the show up, how do you think pets make us better humans? <laughs> for some of us, they teach us how to love and how to be gentle and kind and how to laugh during ridiculous situations. They help us to unwind and relax and center from the day. And that can really help us in our interactions with other people. Because if we are centered and loving and kind, and then people around us can be healed right. through that and connected. Is there anything else you'd like to add? You've been awesome, by the way. See, it wasn't such a downer. You didn't, you know, we're not all <laughs> going through all the tissue. It's a celebration, really. That's what it is, don't you think? It very much can be. Yes, if we choose to make it a celebration and focus on how amazing these animals have been in our life, how much they have become our family, and how much we get to celebrate them in the end, it can be a celebration. Well, for my furry Brady Bunch, I know I'm a better human because of them. Every one of them brings something to the table that helps me start each day better. And I know you feel the same way about, now, Boca is your current canine, right? My wild child, yes. How old is Boca? She's seven now. Okay. Well, blessings to you. Boca means mouth. It does. When she was little, she wouldn't close her mouth. She just wanted to play. And sometimes I still get to feel her teeth very gently, but she just gets too excited. Well, anyway, folks, we've been speaking with Dr. Kimberly Moen. She is a veterinarian on staff at Lap of Love, which serves all of Palm Beach County in Florida. And guess what, folks? It doesn't matter. You don't have to live in Florida. If you go to lapoflove.com, you're going to be directed to a center near you. So it's such a great resource. You've got talented veterinarians who can help you through a tough time. And uh, kudos to uh, Dr. Danny and Dr. Mary. And you mentioned their first names only, so I'm going to help you. Please name the full names of the veterinarians that you work with for Palm Beach County. Dr. Blaine Brennock. Okay. And Dr. Tiffany Matheson. And folks, I called to do the interview and I got the most compassionate, nicest receptionist. So it's top to bottom. Everybody there is very much trained to tune in and to be there for people, right? Absolutely. When they do the hiring, they only accept empathetic, compassionate, loving people. So when you call in, you're able to feel heard and understood. You're able to feel free to feel emotional during that emotional call and feel that kind of support that you may not get anywhere else because it takes it takes a certain amount of training. It's like a 911 operator, but for a different purpose. Even more gentle. Yes, yes, I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get yelled at when you call that of love. I promise you guys. <laughs> you're going to get lots of compassion, lots of caring. And guess what? Like a big old basset hound, they have big ears and they listen. Not that they have physically big ears, but I'm just saying you guys listen and respond. 
We do. Our, our primary goal is to be there to support people through this most difficult time in their life, to be a, a source of light and love so that they can heal heal again. All right. I really appreciate you being on the show with us. We're talking to Dr. Kimberly Moen. It wasn't so bad. You survived, right? Thank you, Arden. Yes. <laughs> and also at this time, guys, let's give a big shout out to my producer, doc, uh, Dr. Oh, I just gave him a doctoral degree, but he is the Wizard of Paws. He is not a doctor. He is Mark Winner. He is the executive producer of all the shows on Pet Life Radio. Guess what? We've been on the air 13 years. We're the longest continuously running pet podcast show on the planet, according to factors that we've checked out. So we've done hundreds of shows, and he is my radio husband. We've been through a lot, but I got to tell you, this one was a special episode to have you spotlighted, Dr. Kimberly. Thank you very much. It was an honor to be here. And everybody uh, can't get enough of Arden Moore. Just go to ardenmore.com and you will see all the other things that I'm up to. I teach pet first aid with Casey and Kona, my cat and dog team. And every Wednesday night, tune in Facebook Live to Meowie Hour, where we celebrate all cats, mutts, and purebreds in the show presented by the Cat Fancier Association. And I use my bartending license to good use as I create kitty cocktails like the Moscow Mew, and we raise a glass and celebrate all cats everywhere. So until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.